You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Friday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade, and today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. And on today's show, we have a lot to cover. A lot of stuff came out over the last 48 hours since we last dropped an episode. We got a big-time commitment in the class of 2022. We're going to talk about Asante Bowen on segment number one. We're also going to talk about what does this mean going forward for Iowa basketball recruitment. We're going to cover all that on segment one and two. What are some of the other guys Iowa is hot on the trails of? And could this be the best class that Fran McCaffrey has ever assembled? That is all a possibility. We're covering all that on today's show. On segment three, we got to talk about the, the late great news that we got yesterday. Beer is going to be sold in Kinnick and other Iowa arenas, including Carver. That is phenomenal. We're going to talk about that and what it means um, and how it impacts other spots within the Iowa community. That's all coming up on segment three. So before we get into any of that, though, please make sure to subscribe wherever you downloaded this podcast app and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you love the show, give us that five-star review. But all right, let's hop into the conversation DeSante Bowen commit to the Iowa Hawkeyes. And we had a little bit of a, a runway into this decision. And by that, by that I mean we had an idea this was coming because on his Instagram, he posted a countdown. That countdown did kind of indicate that he could be making a pretty big decision. And considering how well his visit seemed to go, you had to assume that he was going to be committing to the Iowa Hawkeyes. And that is exactly what he did. Iowa gets their first big-time recruit of the class of 2022, a guy they have been on for very long. That was part of the the draw for him is the fact that DeSante Bowen um, appreciated the loyalty of Iowa and the fact that they have been the first team to offer him. They have been committed for multiple years to him. They made him the number one target, and they got him. Um, he's a guy who knows Josh Ogundale very well as they played together and had a fantastic visit. So a little bit more about DeSante, six foot three, 165 pound point guard. He can play the two spot as well. Um, he's developed more of an outside shot over the last couple of years, but he is incredibly quick. And this is, you know, we've seen a trend in recruiting point guards for Fran McCaffrey. We've seen it be kind of a struggle for Iowa to contain, um, you know, the athletic point guards on the opposing side of the ball. And we've seen Iowa struggle to break guys down off the dribble. This is nothing against Jordan Bohannon. I love watching Jordan Bohannon play. What he brings from a shooting aspect is phenomenal. I don't think he's as bad of a ball handler as some people like to insinuate. But Jordan Bohannon is not a guy who's going to break down defenses in a one-on-one matchup. He's just not the guy. He's not the guy who's going to get to the rim consistently. We see it occasionally, but it's a lot more craftiness than just pure athleticism and speed and quick twitch muscles. That is what DeSante Bowen brings to the team, just like Joe Toussaint did, just like Aaron Uless. Um, Iowa is starting to get a nice little stable of 
fantastic point guards um, to run this offense. So really excited about Bowen committing to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Again, he is a top 100 player, according to 24-7 Sports, ranked as the 82nd overall player in the nation. The composite has him as the 153rd prospect in the nation. He has 17 offers already. So he's been a guy who's very highly sought after um, by multiple Big Ten teams, including Maryland and Northwestern, um, also getting some love from Boston College. What does this mean, though? Uh, when you look at Iowa's roster, you got to think, well, they already have a couple point guards, right? This year, we got Jordan Bohannon, who's not playing the point, but he could play the point if he wants to. Joe Toussaint is going to be manning the point, and Aaron Ulis is going to be the backup. Both of these guys, Joe is a junior, Aaron is a sophomore. Next year, when Asante Bowen joins the team, Aaron will be a junior, and Joe will be a senior. But again, both these guys have an opportunity to play a little bit longer. Now, that all being said, there's clearly a spot for some guards in this lineup. And we're going to talk about that on segment number two as well a little bit. But when you look at the 2022-2023 roster, in theory, Austin Ash could be back. Connor McCaffrey could be back. Philip Abracha could be back. I would assume Philip Abracha is probably the most likely to be back. I, I still don't know about Connor. I can't imagine he plays that... That extra year, especially considering his baseball career is kind of more of his thing. But then you look at the rest of this roster, and the only guards on this roster is Joe, Aaron, and Tony. Okay? So, DeSante Bowen could easily fit in there and get 10 to 12 minutes instantly. There's even talk about him being able to run the point from day one and see a lot of those minutes. I don't expect that to necessarily happen, but I do expect him to get quite a bit of playing time early on. And the fact that he can play both the one and the two, that is going to bode very well for, you know, Joe Toussaint probably isn't going to be the best off-ball guard. He doesn't really have much of an outside shot. Aaron Euless, we saw him play a little bit of the two. Tony Perkins, um, definitely a two-spot. Um, but with DeSante Bowen in there as well, he could play the one. He could play the two. He could kind of alternate in those lineups. And then if Iowa really wants to go small, uh, you know, for example, if they're playing a team like Oregon again, they can go a little bit tinier and have some very quick twitch type of guys in that lineup. So it gives Bram McCaffrey a lot of flexibility. Going into the following year, though, if Joe Toussaint's not there, you only have two guards in the entire roster when DeSante Bowen is a sophomore. So, again, a lot of opportunity for him to get some big-time playing time early on in his career, and that definitely helped seal the deal for DeSante Bowen. This is a big-time recruit, though. Fran McCaffrey got his point guard. He is starting to gear up, and I feel like this class is just getting going. Iowa, after being on the map nationally, um, has an opportunity to really capitalize with one of the best classes they have ever gotten. There are several top prospects they are very much in the hunt for. And when you look at, especially for the big men, if you look at what Fran McCaffrey was able to do and utilize um, the services of Luca Garza, that is going to speak volumes to some of these big men that we're going to talk about on segment two. Luca Garza became a national player of the year and probably should have been back-to-back national player, consensus national player of the year award winner. But nevertheless, that was under Fran McCaffrey's tutelage. That's how you get a guy like Philip Abracha. That's how you get some of these big-time recruits. You see the offense they run, and you want to be a part of that. And then the fact they are on the national level in the national conversation, regardless of how they did in the tournament, which was unfortunate, this is going to be huge for the Iowa Hawkeye basketball squad. And we're going to see recruiting be pretty fun over the next couple weeks. Um, Iowa has a significant amount of official visits coming up. This is an opportunity to really seal the deal and settle, you know, set the future up for Iowa. Because right now I feel like they have a pretty good team. But you want to see the future 
also start to develop as well. And that's where Fran McCaffrey is going to have a big time month or two months here. And getting DeSante Bowen is the start of that. Getting a guy who is going to be your leader at the point guard position and a guy who can play the one and the two spot. Coming up though on segment two, we're going to get into the scholarship distribution and also who are the targets for Iowa outside of DeSante Bowen. There are plenty of guys Iowa still looking at. We're going to talk about all that on segment two of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Before we get into that though, I want to tell you about our main sponsor of the show today and that is Stat Hero. Do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is essentially rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You really do not stand a chance. That is where Stat Hero comes in. It is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here is how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else in the market does that today. Stat Hero is where I go right now, and I'm so excited when we get into college football season and NFL season to be able to do some of this as well right now, doing it with the MLB and obviously the playoff matchups. Stat Hero is where it's at. So right now, Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That is unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That is stathero.com slash locked on. And you know, I always got to tell you about Built Bar because Built Bar is the thing that keeps me going throughout the day. For all my workouts, I need to have Built Bar to keep me productive and focused and getting that protein in throughout the day. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. They are covered in 100% chocolate and they come in some sweet flavors, some salty flavors, and some fruity flavors like a cherry or a raspberry. My personal favorite though is one of their limited time flavors and that is the white chocolate birthday cake with sprinkles. But not only are these bars delicious, they are also incredibly nutritious for you as well. For example, that white chocolate birthday cake with sprinkles, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Why wouldn't you want to have something that delicious and that nutritious to kick off every single day with? And right now, you can. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And we are back with segment three, or sorry, excuse me, segment two of the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. As we talked about on segment one, getting DeSante Bowen is a huge win for the Iowa Hawkeyes, a big time recruit in that class of 2022. But what is next for the Iowa Hawkeyes and what positions do they need? When you look at the scholarship distribution, you have to think multiple years out. So right now, Iowa essentially has four spots open for scholarships. And I think one thing to know is how interesting COVID makes all this because they are getting, you know, t- people are getting a free year due to COVID, but that scholarship doesn't count against the scholarship allotment. So next year, that would be Philip Abracha, Connor McCaffrey, and Austin Ash if they decide to come back. So right now we have four open spots though. And when I look at this lineup, you have to assume maybe Connor's gone, maybe Austin's gone. We have a lot of wing players, and we are pretty set at the center position as well. You got Philip Abracha, Josh, and Riley Mulvey. At the wing spots, you got Keegan, Chris, you also have Patrick, and you got Peyton Sanford. Now, it is worth noting Keegan could go pro. There's definitely some opportunities there uh, already being mocked in the first round of a, a mock draft. So we have, we have, there's a chance we could lose some of these wing players. And then from a guard spot, we have Joe Toussaint, Aaron Eulis, and Tony Perkins. Now, going into the following year, 
That's where it gets very interesting. We essentially have Aaron Eulis, Tony Perkins, Keegan, Chris, Josh, Riley, Payton. Patrick McCaffrey could still be there. Joe could still be there. Patrick won't have actually um, officially lost eligibility yet. Joe will be on that extra COVID year if he would like. Patrick, you know, I, I, I imagine at that point there's a chance he could also be looking at a pro potential as well um, by that point in his career. But you're looking at that lineup and you have, again, a couple wings. If Keegan stays or if Chris stays or if Patrick stays, so that's three wings. you got point guard, a shooting guard, and you have two centers, and then you have another wing with Peyton Sanford. When you're looking at this class, you want to get a point guard. You definitely need a shooting guard. Okay, I would say you probably need you need at least two guards. You got one of them with Desante Bowen. You need at least a shooting guard and possibly even another guard, depending on how Iowa wants to swing this. You would also like to get a power forward type of player, a three and a four. You got to expect that Keegan could be leaving at some point. So when you look at what Iowa is bringing in, they have several guys who are big-time prospects. Aiden Shaw kind of surprised Iowa, or at least surprised me that he is going to be visiting Iowa on June 22nd. He is the 76th overall prospect. Um, he does have offers from Kansas, Maryland, and Missouri and Oklahoma State. It's going to be a bit tough to get him, but there's always that chance, and anytime you have an official visit, that is huge. He is a six foot eight, 190-pound, three- or four-spot player. Tyler Nickel, 67th overall. He is six foot eight, 210 pounds. Iowa is very high on him as well. He is from Virginia, and that would be a huge get. So again, you're going to see a trend here with a lot of kind of um, wing type of players at six foot eight to six foot nine range. You also have Reed Bailey, a teammate with Asante Bowen, a teammate of Josh Ogundale. He is currently unranked, but starting to generate a lot of interest. Six foot nine, 190 pounds out of Brewster Academy. That is a guy to watch out for as well. Um, a guy who Iowa has been hot on the trails of as well. So again, you're starting to see kind of a bit of momentum going for Iowa in terms of what type of players they want. Reed Bailey currently has a forecast of going to Iowa. People will believe that is where he's going to ultimately land. Another guy who Iowa is hot on the trails of from a guard perspective, we have Cam Kraft and Josh Dix. You also got to factor in Jaden Shutt as well, but mostly Josh Dix, who just completed a visit to Iowa. Cam Kraft, a guy out of Illinois, a rivals four-star guard, six foot five, 180 pounds. So you can see Iowa again getting a lot of official visits. That is that does bode well for the Hawks. How does this work though as they start recruiting guys and start getting commitments? We'll see how that all plays out. Another guy who I'm actually a little bit surprised I was still in on is Richard Isaacs, a four-star guard who has a visit here in a couple days. Richard Isaacs is a guy who does play the point, but as we talked about DeSante Bowen, DeSante is a guy who could play that two spot if you need him to. Richard Isaacs is a six foot two, 180-pound point guard out of Utah with 22 offers ranked in the top 30 in the nation. So Iowa definitely wants that opportunity to get him. He is going to be on campus for a visit. And if Iowa has a chance to grab, you know, get him, that would be a huge um, snag by Bram McCaffrey getting two top 100 guards on that team. A couple other guys to watch out for. Um, Kyle... Kyle Filipowski, he is a power forward visiting June 17th, 6'11", 230 pounds, ranked 56 nationally. Um, and then Patrick Wessler, a 7-foot tall, 233rd ranked center out of North Carolina. So you can see there's a little bit of a distribution. Clearly, they're trying to target at least another guard. They want a small forward. They have four scholarship opportunities. Um, I think from a center position, you're probably a bit good right now. Josh and Riley and then Philip Abracha. Um, so I don't, you know, Patrick Wessler, clearly they're high on him. They would love to get him in there, but not, is, in my opinion, as pressing of a need. 
if you could land one of Josh or Cam or Richard Isaacs, that'll be huge. Kyle Filipowski, if you can land him as well. And then Tyler Nickel or Reed Bailey, those would be that would be an incredible recruiting class for Fran McCaffrey and arguably the best he has ever had. So as we get more information on all that, these, these a lot of these visits are taking place this month. So we're going to get a lot more information coming up for the Iowa basketball team, just like we are for the Iowa football team as well. A lot of recruiting stuff is going to be going down over the next couple of weeks. And I promise you, as long as I am not swamped with my NBA class, if we get these breaking news type of updates, I will try to get you an episode even quicker um, as opposed to the Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll try to drop an earlier episode um, if I can. But you know I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, Friday with an occasional surprise Tuesday and Thursday until we get out of the off season. Coming up, though, on segment three, we're going to talk about beer and Kinnick. It's amazing. I'm excited. We got to cover all that on segment three of the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast. And you know I got to tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting news or needs, excuse me, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. If you wanted to bet on the Logan Paul fight, you probably could have done it at betonline.ag. They got political vote or political bets there as well. Basically, anything you want to bet on, you can do it at betonline.ag. So before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information they are offering today. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, y'all, we are back for our third and our final segment of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes. And I want to talk about beer in Kinnick. Everyone, I say most people rejoice when they found out that Kinnick Stadium would be selling beer this fall. Not only are we excited to get back into stadiums for the first time in what seems like forever because of the pandemic, we're also going to be able to drink beer there. That was not the only thing that came out, though. They also mentioned that the lots are not going to open until 8.30 a.m. for a 2.30 game, only six hours for game time and no earlier than 6 a.m. So some people are a little bit upset about that. And then when you factor in the Hawkeye Express is no longer running, you start getting a little bit concerned about parking. Um, and we're going to get to the beer part in a second, but from a, a tailgating experience, I know some people are definitely upset about that. Now, I live in Denver. I go to some Denver Broncos games, and the earliest you can get in is five hours before the game. I'll be honest, five hours is plenty of time to get pretty intoxicated before that game. And the fact that they are now selling beer in Kinnick means you don't have to lose your buzz at any point. You can just keep on drinking. That's the benefit um, now of having the beer in Kinnick. From a from a sales perspective, this will be really interesting because there's a couple of different perspectives here. You have the possibility of having drunker and more unruly fans, which can be good from a um, home environment perspective, but sometimes can lead to some maybe unintended consequences, um, some unnecessary issues. But you also have some issues with the fact that Kinnick is such an old stadium. It's an historic stadium, and the bathroom and concession stand lines have already been an issue. They've been an issue for quite some time. So how does Iowa handle that? I know they're currently trying to work out a plan for taking care of that, but from a money perspective, this is going to be huge for Iowa. 
they had to, you know, take that loan out. They struggled during the pandemic, just like every other university did. Um, they did end up cutting a couple programs, which I don't agree with at all, but this will be an opportunity to gain some money quick. When you look at two other universities, Indiana, for example, um, and these numbers I, I did get from Chad Leistico's uh, article. I thought he did a great job of kind of summing that up. Indiana did generate roughly $470,000 for alcohol sales. They only have about 40,000 fans in the stadium. LSU generated about $2.26 million and they had 100,000 fans in the stands. So there's definitely a discrepancy there. Um, but regardless, you can see that there is going to be money going into the University of Iowa's pocket. Now, 30% of these net alcohol sales, so there's a 50-50 split between Iowa and the concession stands, 30% of that net sales that goes to Iowa will be directed to research-based initiatives developed and supported by the UI Alcohol Harm Reduction Committee. So there is some good out of this as well for people who do need some assistance with their alcohol drinking. Um, Gary Barta did say this is designed to enhance the fan experience. I would also argue it's definitely here to put some money in the pockets of the Iowa University of Iowa. This is also exciting because basketball and wrestling will also have beer sales as well. That means Carver is going to be even more bumping, um, and I cannot wait for the basketball team. I think we've had some issues in the past when Iowa was down a little bit in terms of getting that fan experience really up. Providing some alcohol can only help that. It'd be interesting to see what that experience looks like with alcohol being at Carver-Hawkeye Arena and how um, that can shape kind of the dynamic there. But definitely excited for that. As an Iowa fan, I am pumped to make my way back to Kinnick, and I'm sure you all got that news and thought, Heck yeah. But not only is this fun for a fan experience, this is also going to be good from a money perspective as well. So I personally am all for the alcohol being available at Kinnick. I'm surprised they didn't do it sooner. Um, now the big big question is, what kind of alcohol are they going to offer? They can offer some of the craft beer options. I know craft beer is definitely exploding across the country um, or has already exploded, I should say, but definitely exploding within Iowa. Um, what kind of craft beer options are they going to offer? Um, it sounds like they are going to be offering the Iowa traditional Bush Light, which is phenomenal for all the Iowa Hawkeye fans out there that love your Bush Light. Um, you might hate me for saying this. I'm not as big of a Bush Light fan, but uh, definitely support the drinking endeavors there. And this allows fans to really be drinking all freaking day. You can start at 6 a.m. for an 11 a.m. game. You go there. You can drink from 11 to 2 to 3 and or 2 to, or 3. Go back to your car, drink some more, and then go to the bars. This is going to be quite an adventure for Iowa Hawkeye fans, and I cannot wait to take it with you all as well that first game against Indiana. And I think, honestly, this is going to make that Indiana environment even more crazy. Um, I do just hope – be respectful to the players, please, that um, – be excited, be enthusiastic, let the alcohol fuel a little bit louder yells, but please be respectful to the players. But again, this is exciting news for the Iowa Hawkeyes and their fans being able to provide beer and other alcohol, alcoholic beverages inside of Kinnick and Carver and other areas. That does do it for our show today, though. I appreciate you all tuning in. I appreciate you listening to the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. And as we get more recruiting news, we're obviously going to be breaking that down. If you didn't get enough Locked On content today, go check out the Locked On Today podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast at. And again, Hawkeye Nation, I appreciate you tuning in. Please make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe wherever you downloaded this podcast app. Have a phenomenal Friday. We'll be back Monday. Have a great weekend. And let's go Hawks.